0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: The Raiders win total. So obviously you could play the alt lines over at BetMGM. You could go over eight and a half wins. That's the real price, the real total. It's Eight and a half minus 110 both ways to the over and the under. If you want to pay a little bit of juice by a little bit, I mean minus 200. You could go over seven and a half for them to finish with eight wins over nine and a half wins. If you think they're going to win the division, get double digit wins. You could go plus 155. Let's just focus on the win total right now. What are you doing with the Las Vegas Raiders? Because I have a feeling you're going to like them a little bit more than I do. And this isn't just me uh, sour grapes because they stole away Devontae Adams. And I feel if my team had Devontae Adams, they'd win the Super Bowl this year because they're going to have a top 10 defense. But also, like uh, our guy Patrick Everson said, the Raiders always find a way to Raider. And last year was a great example when John Gruden had a nice little thing going. And then all of a sudden John Gruden's emails got dipped into a little bit. And
2: then they ended up winning games though as a result of him being fired. Probably because fired, he was though. gone
1: and him and Mike Mayock weren't able to take just anybody from Clemson like Cleland Farrell and Josh Jacobs <laughs> that way was too so early. Wild. So they got the hell out of there.
2: Cleland Farrell. I remember being at the draft like, when that what? pick came down and everyone was just looking at each other like, "Really?"
1: And then Josh Jacobs. Yeah, and then everyone
2: guy. was looking at each other also like, "Really?" The third player that made everyone scratch their heads just as a quick little aside was Daniel Jones. I got a lot of former Giants in my
0: text messages
2: being like, what are they doing? So I actually like the Raiders. Uh, I think that this roster offensively is really good. I know that they're not very high on Josh Jacobs and Kenyon Drake right now. Um, They ended up getting, uh, I think in the fourth round, another running back to possibly get a lot of goal line snaps as well. Uh, Devontae Adams, Joins forces with his college teammate after five straight Pro Bowl seasons. So that's an interesting pickup. I know it hurts you. They still have um, my man from uh, Clemson, uh, the little slot receiver. Give me his name. Give me his name. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro. Yep.
1: Big year for him last year.
2: And they still have Darren Waller, right? So they pick up DeMarcus Robinson from the Chief. Uh, He's in the mix for targets behind Devontae and Hunter. They pick up Keelan Cole from the Jets by way of the Jaguars. He at one point was there. I think he has a lot of versatility. Actually, Keelan Cole was a fantasy god at one point down the stretch in like 2018, I think. And and like I said, Zamir White uh, was taken from Georgia in the fourth round. Uh, and I think he was the leading rusher in the college football national championship win. So um, they end up losing Zay Jones. They end up losing Brian Edwards and uh, Nguekwe. And I forget how to pronounce his name um, to the Colts. But I I like this offense. I think if you give Carr time and you give him protection, he's going to be able to get the ball out quickly. And I think he's going to be able to really find Devontae in the mix, and that opens things up for the rest of his targets. So obviously their defense is still very good. Um, Offensive line is obviously the biggest issue. They are ranked 29th in the league right now uh, for their offensive line. They've got guys that I, I the only guy that I really that I really know is Alex Leatherwood, and I guess Dylan Parham, but not a great O line. D line is definitely their strong suit. I think they're going to win games on their defense alone. I think they're going to be able to score a lot of points. You look at their schedule. They open up with the Chargers. That's do you have the the Vegas lines for each game. For each game,
1: yeah, yeah, I do. I got them up. All um, right, so
2: they're what? They're they're two three point dogs the Chargers or what?
1: Uh Chargers week one will be they'll be three and a half point dogs. Three and, yeah. and
2: a half point dogs. I think that's a toss-up. I think Arizona is a toss-up. What are they?
1: They're two and a half point favorites against Arizona at home.
2: Two and a half point favorites. I give them the win there. Tennessee at Tennessee, I think is a toss-up, but it's, I give them the pick, win there. Yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Uh versus Denver, pick. I I give them that's a toss-up, but at home, I give them the win. That's a loss at Kansas City, but maybe not. We've seen the Raiders. Be able to play Kansas City super tough, yeah. right? We've seen them win games. They had no business winning. Houston, I think that's a win. New Orleans, I'll call that a loss in, unless Jameis is hurt. yeah. Uh, Jacksonville, that's a win. Indian- they are only
1: one-point favorites in that game against Jacksonville. That's I just thought that crazy. That's a it's, sus it's pretty line. much a pick, but yeah.
2: Indianapolis, I think that's, that's, a, that's probably a pick, too. They're actually favored in that favorite. game. They're
1: two-point favorites as of right now. So yeah, I'll, I mean, that could change, but two-point favorites. I'll
2: call that a win. Denver at Denver, I'll call that a loss. Seattle's a win. L.A., L.A., so one Rams, one Chargers.
1: slight dogs in both of those. So So, the Rams, they're four-point dogs, yeah.
2: So I'll call the Rams a loss. I'll call the Chargers at at L.A., I'll call that a win. New England, win. Pittsburgh, toss-up, because it's at Pittsburgh, and you never know. I'll call that a win. San Francisco, loss. Kansas City, they'll get one of two, I think. So it's a toss-up. I'll probably take the over. I took them to win the division at plus 650. I just think, like, I you're mean, t- that
1: price is really hard to pass up it, really in a very hard. tough division, and with everything they added. Because I mean, we talk about Devonte Adams, but they got better defensively too.
2: They did. They did. Tell me what you got.
1: All right, so uh, I like Josh McDaniels. He takes over as head coach. I also I don't really know a whole lot about Mick Lombardi because he was the Pat's wide receiver coach. I mean, I know obviously he comes from the Bill Belichick, Josh McDaniels tree, but he's never called plays, and he's not going to this year. That's going to be Josh McDaniels. So. He'll be in the room. I actually like their DC, even though he did uh, run the Giants defense for years. Patrick Graham. I think that that's an improvement over what they've had the last couple of years. The thing is, last season, obviously not this um, great of an offense because they didn't have the best receiver in the league in Devontae Adams. He was third overall last year. You know, Cooper Cup had a monster year. I think Justin Jefferson's on his way up that list as well. But they still went 10 and 7. They made the playoffs. And like you said, I mean, it was a mess last year. They had to fire John Gruden. They had to go with the interim head coach. But the only thing was their offense was actually worse last year than it was in 2020. They were below average passing, and that's why they went and made the trade for Devontae, who's 30 years old. Anytime you're trading away draft picks, a first and a second rounder for a 30-year-old receiver, he better be top five in the league. But they were 17th in passing offense, which kind of surprised me. And then bottom 10 rushing offense, 25th, which is why they're a little bit down on those backs and address that need in the fourth round. And then their defense which is kind of surprising, bottom 10. And it was because they were bad against the pass, 25th. But like you said, they're a good defense because they could stop the run. They were ninth overall stopping the run last year. And then also on early downs, they were six as well. So I expect a big improvement just by you get Max Crosby some help on that defensive line, obviously. The pass rush is going to be improved. And everybody rags on the secondary. In the NFL, your secondary, as crazy as this sounds, is only as good as your pass rush, though. Because if you have no pass rush and a quarterback's able to sit with the ball, like Tom Brady, four seconds, five seconds, pick apart your doesn't defense. doesn't matter
2: what you so, have in the year. Yeah, you could have
1: Jair Alexander, Eric Stokes. If nobody's getting after the quarterback, then he's going to pick you apart. Um, but they just had so much luck last year. Look at this. They won eight games where they trailed at some point, which is crazy. That was the second most in the NFL. And the teams above them were the Jets, the Giants, and Detroit. So they trailed in 15 games last season. They had to come from behind a lot. They played seven games last year against passing attacks that were inside the top 15 look at the points they gave up against teams that could actually throw the ball with good quarterbacks. 48 against Mahomes and the Chiefs. 41 against the Chiefs again. 33 against Dak and the Cowboys. 32 against Herbert once. Uh, 28 against Herbert in the second meeting. 32 against the Bengals. And then they gave up 26 in game two uh, against the Bengals as well. So Joe Burrow also picked them apart. So I I worry a little bit there. Yeah, and then sure. six of their 10 wins came against Bad quarterbacks, like quarterbacks that don't have jobs anymore. They beat Nick Mullins. Yep. My guy, Teddy Bridgewater. I hate to slander that great name. Drew Locke. Yep. Guys we're watching here tonight. uh, Ben Roethlisberger, who's retired and was terrible. Carson Wentz, Jacoby Brissett. And then they also faced Justin Fields, uh, Taylor Heineke, and Daniel Jones. This year, they play a top five schedule of passing offenses. Like you said, week one, Herbert. Week two, Kyler Murray, even though no D-Hop helps them. Week three, Ryan Tannehill numbers-wise. Week four, Russell Wilson. Week five, Mahomes. They get young quarterbacks, but not until week seven. That's when you'll see Davis Mills. You'll see week nine, Trevor Lawrence. Week 12, Drew Locke or Geno Smith, whichever one they choose. Mac Jones. It's just they won a lot of close games last year. They had a lot of luck. And now we're just expecting them to win 10, 11 games in the toughest division in all of football. I don't know, man. And they also face the 13th toughest uh, schedule of run defense. I just what, need nine. What's weird, and, and that's very doable. I just want to, I mean, I would play them to win the division because it's plus 625. That,
2: yeah, 650 for me.
1: I just love the Chargers a lot. Yeah. And I feel like I really want to buy low on the Chiefs this year because everybody's out on the Chiefs, but they still have Patrick <sighs> Mahomes. They still, is that Justin Fields' knee?
2: Yes, in his ankle. Ooh, is he okay? I don't know. I don't know, Ryan. That looked so bad.
1: He lost. Oh, he's He's out there. He's out there. Yeah. All right. Fourth and two bears going for it. But you know, we brought up uh, Josh Jacobs and he's actually went over 1200 yards. We rag on the guy and he had to play in the hall of fame game, but he went over 1200 yards and had at least seven touchdowns in all three seasons. So it's not like he's a terrible back. It is the final season of his rookie contract though. So now is when you make the decision. Do you want to pay the guy? But like last year they faced the 23rd toughest schedule of run defenses and they were still brutal you know, running the football this year, the 13th toughest schedule. So we'll see if Josh McDaniels could get more creative with the playbook. He's going to need to, but uh, I, I, I don't know, man, I wouldn't take the over, but I don't blame anybody that does. They're going to put up video game numbers like Ovid off an offense. All right, we got the Vegas Raiders. That's what we're focusing on. The team we're focusing on tonight. They add Devontae Adams in the offseason. They make a trade. They trade away some draft capital. Uh, They're going to pay him a lot of money. They are paying him a lot of money. He's 30 years old, but really that's the only knock on Devontae Adams. In my opinion, the best route runner still in the National Football League. We'll see if he's the best receiver, though. Derek Carr, is he going to be able to go over 30 touchdown passes, throw 30 touchdown passes this season? We'll find out. Uh, for the Raiders, as I pull these up really quickly to start the season, 4-0, and o, you can bet that over at BetMGM. I promise you, you can. All you got to do is go into the team specials. You scroll down to the Las Vegas Raiders, and you'll find them right there. Obviously, first Sitting letter there, L. He,
2: is, yep, is uh, Second letter A. Is where All right, I got them. it. I got it. For the Raiders to start 4-0. and o.
1: Sorry, I had to do the scores, and yeah, then I got I know. frozen up. That's,
2: I got frozen up as well. My bad. Next time, I will make sure I have the tab open. Uh, Plus 1,200 to go 4-0. They are plus 700 to go 0-4. To make the playoffs, they are... Let me see really fast. To make the playoffs, it's plus 180.
1: Plus 180 to make the playoffs? Oh, wow. How many teams, do you think there's a chance that all four teams could get in the playoffs, or at least three of the four?
2: Yeah, I think that a lot would have to happen.
1: I would rather just take them to win the division, to be honest, because I'm getting 6-1 to odds, than that. And and that's what your play is?
2: Yeah, 650, plus 650. For them to miss the playoffs is minus 225. To lose in the wild card round is plus 375. To lose in the divisional round, plus 700. Lose in the championship round, 14-1. to Okay. To lose in the Super Bowl. (laughs) Let's be real. They're not going to the Super Bowl. 30 to 1. We
1: said that about the Bengals. Well, you didn't say that about the Bengals. Thank you. Quentin and I said that about the Bengals and everybody else pretty much (laughs) said that about the Bengals.
2: 40 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. So let's look at their schedule and kind of talk about it.
1: I'm going to say something crazy. 0 and 4 start. Uh, Can you throw me that number, that price really quickly again? So
2: 0 and 4 start again is plus 700
1: all right so plus 700 I know everybody loves the Raiders they're pretty much a Madden team right offensively Darren Waller it looked like they were gonna have to move Darren Waller remember there was the reports that there was a chance he was gonna end up a Packer yes they were gonna have to trade him away because they're kind of I mean they're gonna be in cap hell they really are because they're paying Devontae all that money they did at least attempt to fix the defensive side of the ball they didn't do anything on the offensive line though that's my only problem but looking at the schedule all right they're gonna be Three and a half to four point dogs week one against the Chargers. I really like this Chargers team. I think the Chargers have, if not the best roster in this division, the second best, because I still really do like the Chiefs, and I love that we could buy low on the Chiefs, because Mahomes is winning 11 games. Andy Reid's still the best play caller in that division. Um, Week two, they get Arizona. They are two and a half point favorites against Arizona, but when does Arizona actually play good football? The first five, six weeks of the season. Then Cliff Kingsbury falls off a cliff, and Kyler Murray usually, hopefully not this year, gets injured. No D hop obviously hurts them a little bit, but still it's, a, it's yeah. a winnable game for Arizona. Then they get Tennessee who I did go under nine and a half wins, but Tennessee literally won the At AFC home. last year. Yeah. Derrick Henry's still there. What if Burks ends up having a monster year? I know Robert Woods is coming off another ACL injury, but still a winnable game for Tennessee and then Denver. And my only concern with Denver, cause I love the skill position players there. I love them on the defensive side of the ball when Bradley Chubb's healthy. Um, I like the coaching staff enough. But my only concern is new quarterback, new coaching staff. No other team in the National Football League has that this year. But I think it's possible, and that's a decent price. And then after that, maybe you could buy low on them. If I had to play anything in this market, like as far as 4-0, 0-4, and any game to finish in a tie, I would start with 0-4. And then, man, I'd probably play them to miss the playoffs.
2: Minus
1: 225? uh, No, not at that price. That's a
2: pretty bad price. I
1: would just stay away. I don't really want to do anything with them with with the Raiders this year because I could see them being an 11, 12 win team. And I could also see them being like a 7 8 win football team, as crazy as that sounds, just because I don't really like the offensive line. I Um, hate the
2: offensive line. It's the worst. It's like what, 28th or something like that?
1: I mean, I don't know that I absolutely trust the secondary, even with a better pass rush. And again, like I brought it up earlier, like six of their ten wins last year came against really bad quarterbacks, like Nick Mullins, Teddy Bridgewater, Drew Lock type quarterbacks. The defense should be much better. What I like about the defense, so last year they had thirty five sacks and they blitz at the league's lowest rate, so they create natural pressure. And this year you had Chandler Jones.
2: Yeah, that's a big. I mean, up.
1: that's that's a big pickup. His
2: his uh sack prop is ten and a half.
1: I wouldn't do that because I think he's gonna. Well, it's gonna be interesting to see how how like teams try to protect because. Um, you have Jonathan Hankins who like nobody talks about, he played 49% of the defensive snaps last year, but he's more of like a run stuffer. But on the other side, you have Crosby yeah, and I think he could have like 15 to 16 sacks. I think he's the guy that ends up eating because he's one of the best pass rushers in the league last year,
2: last year though, Chandler Jones had six sacks in one game.
1: I, no, I know. He was 36th among all edge rushers and pressure rate, and he had a career-high 26 quarterback hits on top yeah. of the double-digit sacks. But Crosby, man, he was 12th among all edge rushers and pressure rate, 10th in ESPN's pass rush pass rush win rate. He had only eight sacks, but uh, he had 30 quarterback hits. So I think he definitely goes up in that number. Like, those quarterback hits are going to end up being sacks.
2: They best, They basically invested in the pass rush, and they already have the run stopper. And they're basically trying to do what the Dallas Cowboys did, you know, re- outside of Trayvon Diggs, who's a very opportunistic corner, is just say, listen, we're not going to have any, you're not going to even have any time to get it to your receivers. We're coming for that ass and you're yeah. going to be on your back in no time flat.
1: Yeah. I mean, Derek Carr is going to, you know, when we talked about his um, touchdown passes this year and we were like, I don't know, can you really throw 36, 37? I think he's going to have to. I mean, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller, Devontae Adams, obviously, but also... I mean, I know you're going to have a new play caller in Josh McDaniels, and let's see what he's able to do, you know, year one with that offense. Because, like, the running game, I brought it up last year. They faced the 23rd toughest schedule of run defenses. Yeah. And they had the, you know, and, like, last year, they were still terrible running the football. Do you like
2: Josh Jacobs?
1: This year they go up. I don't know. I don't hate him, but I don't like the offensive line. In fact, on that offensive line, only Colton Miller is the only above-average starter. He was the fifth-highest-graded tackle Uh, according to Pro Football Focus, gave up 4.7 pressure rate, which is really, really good. Only gave up four sacks. Other than that, though, they spent no money on their offensive line. They spent a lot of money on Devontae Adams because the trade for him, you obviously had to pay him right away. And like just looking at it, I don't know. They're spending top 10 money. So they're spending no money on the offensive line, but they're spending top 10 money on their running backs, and it's Kenyon Drake, Josh Jacobs, Brandon Bolden, and... They're spending just as much money as Carolina is with Christian McCaffrey, Tennessee with Derrick Henry, and Dallas with Zeke. Like that's comparable when you're paying your running back room. Nice, needed that. Sorry, I'm sorry. Ten okay. I know. I know. I
2: already. I already decided that this Seattle game. I'm just gonna give it to you.
1: So all money, all that money in the running back room. No money on the offensive line. I worry about them being able to run the football in that division with the run defenses they're gonna face, like the Chargers with Joey yeah. Bosa and with Khalil Mack going to be motivated and actually wanting to play football because he's not stuck I don't with hate this team the, right 0 here, the and Chicago 4 Bears. I
2: don't hate the Owen 4 I mean the one game obviously that scares me is Tennessee. Yeah. Gonna, there's going to be a divisional game though it feels like in that 4 and maybe or maybe in the first 5 games, 5 weeks of the season. Mark my words. The Raiders will beat either the Chargers, the Broncos or the Chiefs in the first 5 weeks.
1: And and you know and that's why plus 600 and uh, like all these props for the Raiders. If you're all in on the Raiders I don't hate them. It's just like I, I just you look at these teams that got lucky the year before and see they're going to go either way and O and OT games. They also went seven and two in one score games. They were seventh and fumble luck, meaning everything literally bounced their way. And now this year, they're the team that gets the extra road game, which nobody's talking about when they talk about this team. That's huge. Yeah. Especially because that stadium, I mean, that's why they waited to open it until last year, because they could have opened it two years ago. Remember, they were like, ah, we're not going to even let 20%, 30% capacity in during the pandemic, because when we open this thing, we want to open it right. And the people in Vegas are pumped, and that's, I get why they're getting so much attention and so much love, especially at the books, because the people out in Las Vegas are running to bet them, but they play the third most difficult schedule and an extra road game. That's the only reason I can't do it. I'll wait to maybe buy low if they get off to a low, like a slow start, like two and two. I don't know if 0 and four is there. I don't know if 4 and 0 is there, but yeah. I could see like one and three, two and two. Same. And then again, they face like all these top quarterbacks right away, and then they get lucky and face all the young dudes. But some of those young guys, even that they do face, Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones, they're going to be in year two. And I expect both systems. Well, I expect Jacksonville to be much better, but I, I don't know about Mac Jones. I think Mac Jones is fine. I just don't believe in Matt Patricia, especially with, like, a new offense. They want to run things quicker? I don't know.
2: And I honestly believe December 24th at Pittsburgh, the Kenny Pickett experiment will be in full force at that point. People are giving him a lot of love. They could lose that game.
0: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.
1: We get back to some football talk, and let's get into uh, some of these prop markets with the Las Vegas Raiders. So we talked a little bit about the win total this year, which is eight and a half. You could also play the Raiders to make the playoffs, plus 180, to miss out on the playoffs in the toughest division in all of football, but an improved roster, minus 225. You could play the stage of elimination, which we talked about, uh, them to lose in the wildcard round, plus 375, divisional round, plus 700, championship round, 14-1, to Super Bowl, plus 3,000, win the Super Bowl, plus 4,000. How about the Raiders to lose all home games this year, which you could get. To win all home games, I'm sorry, is plus 2,500. It's wild. Let's look at that schedule really quickly. Plus 2,500 for the Raiders. Now, let me pull it up. You said home? Home games? All right,
2: so that's Arizona week two. Mm, Denver
1: week four.
2: Houston week seven. That's a win. (laughs) Uh, Indianapolis week 10. Then you've got L.A.
1: Chargers, Chargers
2: week a million thirteen. Then you've got New England, and you've got San Francisco, and then you got Kansas City. I don't think so.
1: So it's a beautiful price. Uh, if you For do a think reason. if you do think they could win all home games in Las Vegas, second well third year technically in that stadium out in we've Las Vegas, we've got to go to
2: a game this season. I
1: completely agree. Have if to. If we could get a plus twenty five hundred dollar ticket to cash, maybe we could all do that. To win all road games, plus 5,000, I mean, this is the toughest division in all of football. There's just no shot. And like I said earlier, they play the third toughest schedule of all teams this year in the yeah. National Football League. Yeah. They won They 7-2 and two in one-score games last year. They were in more overtime games than pretty much any team in NFL history. I don't think I could do any of these, really, to be honest. Now, the Raiders, to lose all six division games, let's say you're really out on the Raiders. Let's say you love the Broncos, Chargers. And obviously, Broncos, Chargers, Chiefs. Chiefs, who I do love. Yeah, Chiefs. To lose all six division games is plus twelve hundred. I wouldn't do that, but I would play to lose all division games rather than win all division games. I just don't see Same. them beating the Chargers twice. I don't see them beating no. the Broncos twice. Plus twelve hundred. And I don't. I, I definitely don't see them beating the Chiefs. Like I continue to say, everybody's so low on the Chiefs, and I really like why? Because Tyreek Hill's gone. They added MVS, who's still a burner. He does drop the ball. He does struggle to stay healthy. They do healthy. lose they Melvin got Juju. Ingram. Yeah,
2: the, I, I still. I think, think that was big for their defense when they picked him up no, last year.
1: I completely agree. I mean, the last year, like the first half of the season, they were bottom, you know, the bottom half of the league defensively, and then the second half of the season, they were a top fifteen defense, top ten defense, and they mm-hmm. developed a little bit of a pass rush. But I, I think and they lose
2: right the honey year. badger as well. That hurts.
1: That really kills, and he's been looking really good for the Saints. They're saying they said he's they're like lining him up pretty much everywhere. So yeah, if anything I would if I have to choose from this catalog, I would go Raiders to lose all 6 division games and be the ultimate hater plus 1200. All road games is plus 3000. Will any Las Vegas Raiders regular season game, finishing a tie. Plus I don't hate
2: that. It almost did against the Chargers last year in the last game of the season if it wasn't for the Chargers being dumb and Brandon St- Staley doing whatever it is he was thinking about doing where you're like, oh, why would you that? call a timeout time well, yeah. Why would you do that? They would have both gone to the playoffs and instead the Raiders only do. So Raiders end up kicking that field goal and it's night-night sleep mask. So I don't think necessarily that's a bad bet in terms of like, just the more unique, exotic. Like, are these even props? These aren't props. These are just futures specials. bets. Yeah, specials.
1: I, you know, and that's the thing. I mean, I don't hate the, any game to end in a tie plus 1,200. If, yeah. if it was like 18-1, to 1, 20 to one they had four overtime games last yeah. year. That was the most wins in overtime in NFL history. Well, they actually technically tied. The 2011 Arizona Cardinals- they went uh, 4-0 and in overtime games as well. Yeah. They went 5-1 and in games decided by a field goal or less. So every game is close, 7-2, and as I mentioned, in, in one-score games. Um, and then the other thing I was looking at is the thing that we talked about earlier, to start 0-4. I would maybe take a shot with that at that price. The only thing that scares me off is I don't like the Titans at all this, week, all this season, and that's who they have week three. Because, I mean, those first four weeks are kind of, like, man, Herbert, week one, Kyler Murray, week two, Ryan Tannehill, week three, and then Russ, week four, and then Patrick Mahomes, week five. I can see them starting off slow and then catching on, especially when they do get to week seven. That's when they'll see Davis Mills year, uh, week nine, they'll see Trevor Lawrence. Then it's Drew Locke after that, if he even wins this job. But even some of those second year quarterbacks, as I was saying, like week sixteen, are they gonna get Kenny Pickett or are they gonna get Mitchell Trubisky? Week seventeen, they're going to get Trey Lance, but then man, that's 17 weeks of Trey Lance, and I think. I got big, at high expectations for Trey Lance, which is why I went over on the 49ers' win total and took them to win the division. So with the Raiders, just too much uncertainty for me. Again, they could be a double-digit win team and cash everybody's plus 600 division winner tickets, or I think they might end up being a disaster and <laughs> scoring a bunch of points and maybe like have a bunch of injuries on the offensive side of the ball. The other thing is they're going to need Devontae. They spend all that money on Devonte and bring him in when he's 30 years old. They need him to play at least 15 games, and he has had injuries the last three years. I mean, really minor injuries. There was the COVID game as well, but they're going to need him out there pretty much every single week. Him, Waller and Hunter Renfro. I wonder how many, uh, I wonder if like Renfro is going to end up having an even bigger year because last year he had over a hundred receptions. Yeah. Because there was literally like nobody else. Cause you have to remember Henry Ruggs was there and, uh, he's no longer there. He's in football. Yeah. He's got himself in some trouble, but
2: 103 receptions, 1,038 yards, uh, 54 yards is the long, which is kind of wild for a slot receiver, right? Like just yeah. kind of a- absurd and like a low key nine tutties.
1: Yeah. And the thing about Devante is he draws more double teams. I mean, there was a game against Seattle a couple of years ago where they literally had him in triple coverage because on the other side, there was MVS though, you know, Allen Lazard. So teams would really focus in on Devonte because he'd have over 15 targets every game with Aaron Rodgers. He's now playing with the one dude on this planet that loves him even more than Aaron Rodgers, his former college quarterback and Derek Carr. So the targets are still going to be there. I just wonder if Renfro is going to still be able to eat because of those double teams as far as like the prop market.
2: Yeah, I think that it's going to make it easier though, because you're going to have a ton of attention on another target, right? Like I think for Hunter Renfro, he was kind of the only guy that you could trust outside of Darren Waller. Right. Like once you lost rugs, it was like those two. It was the Zay Darren Jones Ballard. is gone now. Zay right? Jones is gone. And he was kind of up and down looking at Zay Jones. He came from Buffalo and he was pretty good there. I don't recall him having like a standout year. Only yeah, only one touchdown last year and 47 receptions. Uh I yeah, I mean, I guess you could say, well, a hundred or more grabs are gonna go to Devonte.
1: The other dude that I uh think can make a difference this year, but he's been around forever. I think it's like a 16. Let me check. I like Tyron Johnson. We talked about that in the Hall of Fame game. Yeah. It's like, wait, who the hell is this number seven guy? And he's been making plays like all camp long. He might end up being the deep threat, like the Henry Ruggs, you know, where you're going to have Renfro. Because Renfro is such a good route runner, and he's always going to be really good in the red zone, even though he's small. And he's like, if you pick, if you saw Hunter Renfro, not from the Brewers, the wide receiver for the Raiders, walk through this door, you would not think he's an NFL player. Like, Google him. He looks like. You know, like the UPS guy. He looks like he could be sitting in the middle with us talking about these football games. Yes. But man, he's so shifty and he's such a good route runner. And he's always been really good. Now with hands. and Darren Waller, all they need is like that burner guy. Offensively, they're gonna be really fun. We'll we'll wait and see with the Raiders though. I just
2: let me ask you this Raiders offense, where do you put it in terms of tier or rankings?
1: If health oh, I, I would have them like first or second tier.
2: No, I mean, like, in that first tier, like, are they a top five offense? Are they a top five?
1: I think they're top. I'd say top top ten. I'd say top ten. Top ten offense. If if all goes right, if they could run the football, they're definitely top five. The problem is I hate the offensive line. Again, they got one guy that graded above average. You know, only one guy. And who did they add? Nobody on that offensive line. And that's huge. I mean, we rag on a lot of these. It's like, well, Josh Jacobs isn't doing this. Josh Jacobs isn't doing that. Well, yeah, but. It's like
2: Josh Jacobs isn't getting any holes. Yeah.
1: And he's run over 1,200 yards (laughs) all three seasons and had at least seven touchdowns. And now he's out here fighting for his job, being forced to play in the Hall of Fame. I tell you what, this is a dirty game. Six carries. It's
2: a dirty game where Josh Jacobs is like being slandered like this when my man, all he does is produce. And as you know, like, Or maybe only you know, because people forget. Josh Jacob lives in a car. He lived in a car at one point. He was homeless.
1: It's gonna end up being like the Kenyon Drake season or something. That would like be that. so stupid. And that's the other thing you wonder about with like Josh McDaniels is how is he gonna use his running backs? Because remember in New England, I always hated drafting a New England running back in oh, fantasy. You'd have Sony Michelle and he'd he carry the ball three times because James White would have 15 receptions and four. It's carries. like
2: week three, week eight, and week fifteen are the James White games, week two, week six, week fourteen is the Sony Michelle games. Then you had what was it? Uh what's the other guy that was um
1: you know England? Who,
2: yeah, there was another guy Stevenson. that was sort of random. They,
1: they went through backs there, man.
2: White, white back. He was white. Oh,
1: uh, Rex Burkhead.
2: Yeah, right. The Rex Burkhead had a couple of moments in the sun.
1: Yeah, they, they, they don't care. I'm Trying to think of who else was even there. They, yeah, I mean, they don't they've, care. They've had plenty of backs. So, yeah, I, I, they I, run
2: I, through them like water, man.
1: The only props I would play with the Raiders like season long props. I don't even think I would do anything with Devante because. Really? You, you, no, because you have because you have Darren Waller there. I don't want to play touchdowns because in the red zone, I expect them to use Waller a little bit more than they did. And then Hunter Renfro is still there. And you got to give love to everybody. And I think Devontae will fully accept that. I mean, he wants to win. Devontae's not going to go. D- d- like, the Packers are 12 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Devontae wasn't leaving that to go and win six games with the Raiders. Right. I know he's always wanted to be there. He's always wanted to be a Raider. It isn't even just about playing with Derek Carr, like when he was 7, 8 years old. He was taking pictures in Raiders helmets and whatnot. So I get why he wanted to go there, but I think he'd be fine giving up some targets. I think if anything, like last year he was trying to recruit Odell Beckham Jr. When OBJ wanted out, when his dad tweeted out the videos of Baker Bayfield or whatever, and he was down to two teams and it was green Bay and the Rams. Like Devante was tweeting at him. Come here because he doesn't want 17, 20 targets a game. No. Now that he got paid, especially, and he's 30 years old, he's getting older. He wants somebody to take the pressure off him. So, I would play Derek Carr touchdown passes. The more I thought about that, even though he's went over that number only once in his career, because I think it was 37 and a half, 36 and a half. I do think he throws at least 40 this year. I mean, last, every year, the last three years, his um, accuracies went up uh, um, and his uh, yardages went up. So this year, I think the touchdowns go up for sure.